Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, short summer cuts or, or shreds for sort of your more lifestyle type guys who I know a lot of you guys listening to this aren't necessarily um, interested in bodybuilding or stepping on stage, so this will be appropriate for you guys, but also um, the, a light for light comparison is doing a mini cut for you guys who are into bodybuilding because it would it would be the same approach as I go by doing sort of both methods of it, whether it be a short summer shred or or a mini cut. So I'm gonna get into that in a sec. Um, but first of all, a little bit of a prep update. So we are around four and a half weeks into this cut. Um, another significant drop overnight. So I am now down at the starting weight I was for um, for my 2021 prep with obviously significantly better um, condition. So I actually think this time around I am going to be um, quite a bit heavier um, come, come show day or at least the first one um, and then we probably could strip off a little bit more going into the later shows. Um, but yeah, so all in all I'm about six kilos down from the start and it has been, weight has been coming off at a really good pace of around a kilo a week. Um, and that will probably continue for just a little while um, until things start to slow down. But I have caught pretty high energy at the moment, like my sessions are going really well. I'm looking forward to my sessions. Um, strength is increasing in most things other than push, which is starting to stagnate a little bit. And I would expect that, but my goal is just to maintain the strength as much as I possibly can in those push sessions and with pull and leg sessions try and keep strength going up for a little bit. I think this was something I actually managed pretty well in my 2021 prep, like my strength pretty much held right um, right until the end and in terms of a prep, like um, the whole process from last time around was pretty smooth, like I, I feel like it was a good prep. Um, so I'm trying to replicate the same. Um, there's some things though in the peaking process that we didn't do quite right last time. And that they're the sort of corrections we're gonna make going into this prep. And I will do an episode on peaking for shows. Um, I might try and get someone on to talk about this. Obviously I had conversation with my coach Vaughn um, on peaking. So if you haven't checked that episode out, there is some bits in there, but I, I wanna go through my strategies, um, some, some things I've trialed personally on myself and on other athletes um, who are on the team. So I will do another episode on that. Um, but yeah, everything's going good and not hungry. So I'm very much looking forward to Sounds sadistic, but I'm very much looking forward to being in that hole of prep and struggling on a daily basis. I won't be saying that when I get there, I can tell you that, but I'm kind of longing for that feeling because then I know there's some serious sort of visual changes coming. Um, so yeah, excited and just ticking the boxes at the moment. So, right, let's get into to today's episode. And as I mentioned, I want to go um, and talk about some tips if you've left it too late, guys, and you know maybe you've got a holiday or you're going to a festival in August and you've, you've got around 10 weeks now um, to, to cut and look better for that. Um, so that's not, not a lot of time, but there's a lot that can be achieved in that time. Um, 
And you know, if, if you are trying to just um, lean out just for the sake of leaning out, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it if you've got the bigger goal of perhaps stepping on a stage in the future because we want to be spending as much time gaining as possible. Um, last summer holiday, I actually went to Greece and I was sort of peak off season at the time. I didn't do any cuts for that holiday because I knew have I knew this year um, like I have a job to do basically. Um, so yeah, bear that in mind if you are someone who has serious competitive goals. Like don't just do a, a summer shred for the sake of it. But I can appreciate like if you um, want to have this as a part of your life and or incorporate as part of your life then by all means do do a cut especially if you've been gaining for a while i wouldn't recommend being in that cycle perpetual cycle of trying to gain and then cut and gain you know do 10 weeks gaining 10 weeks cutting because you're going to get absolutely nowhere with physique development so 10 weeks time if you're in a good place you've got a good amount of muscle um, and you're looking to, to feel uh, and look better, um, then by all means go ahead. Also, this might be appropriate for someone who, I guess, has a lot of fat to lose as well, um, and the best place to start would be by losing that fat, and um, you're not gonna be shredded by any means in 10 weeks, but you can make a good start to your journey and feel a little bit more confident um, for the summer, um, and that's, that's obviously a good goal to have. So um, let's, uh, let's talk about our start point and um, where we could be, like if you're more sort of lifestyle, then um, what I would expect is, you know, you've, you've been through a gaining phase, you maybe gained since last summer, you've done like a year um, of gaining and you've got a little bit of fat and you do want to reveal that in sort of 10 weeks time. Um, and then maybe if you are in a position of doing more of a like a mini cut, then perhaps you've been gaining for quite a while and things are starting to slow down, body weight is creeping up um, and your performance at the gym is uh, kind of stalling a little bit. So in order to push forward, you need to initiate the mini cut. Um, now let's let's think about the first, first and foremost, your expectations for a shorter cut. Now we're not gonna be as shredded as we would at the end of a long cut. So you need to set those expectations, the reality of it right at the beginning. Our goal is just to, to lean down a little bit and feel good, maybe feel a bit fitter because I've been cutting for six weeks now and I definitely feel a lot fitter um, and a lot healthier than I did maybe peak off season. Um, so that could be a potential goal because you might want to have a little bit more energy in the summer as well. So set your expectations, make sure they're realistic um, right from the beginning. Um, and how shredded you get at the end can also be dependent on um, a number of factors like your genetic factors um, and starting point. Because if you listen to the episode with um, Joven, and I'm aware I always mention Joven in every single podcast, but he's... He really is um, an anomaly um, in the fitness world because he did a prep for his first show. I think it was he said mentioned it was like eight weeks or something, crazy. Um, obviously, he he would have been at a lean starting point, but a large component of that is just his genetic ability to to kind of get really lean. So so yeah, I I guess it's all fine. And well, me saying you can't get lean in 10 weeks, but it, it depends on your genetics. So if you know you can, then um, 
you know, um, there's, there's the possibility. But the way I would go about it, regardless of how lean you can get in that time, is exactly the same. And that's what I'm going to kind of get into it in this podcast. So, so we're at that start point. You've got your expectations um, and you've got that set for, for like the 10 weeks. Now, we're going to ha- have to induce a change um, or a deficit through one of two ways. Um, and that's by presuming you're natural, of course, um, but that's by either increasing your expenditure or reducing your food intake. So they're the primary ways. Now, you could argue like you've got some sort of natural fat burners like your hembine. Really, that's not going to make a huge amount of difference. Um, so these are your two ways um, of, of creating a calorie deficit and losing body fat. Um, so... First of all, um, I'm going to talk about increases in expenditure because this would be, generally speaking, I would probably go to this um, with quite a large drop in food first. So um, so you're going to sort of increase your calorie expenditure steadily um, by either, you, you either increment, uh, increment up your steps or add in additional cardio. Now, if you're on that shorter time frame, I would definitely recommend adding in cardio, right? Um, not only is that gonna save you time in terms of like, you know, um, burning calories, because if you wanna burn like the same amount as you would in 45 minutes of cardio with your heart rate really high, you're gonna have to do a lot of additional steps. Um, but it's, um, it's gonna get you working right from the start. So. I would, suge- I would suggest adding in some less uh, cardio, so low in intensity, steady state. And to begin with, I would suggest having small bouts of that, maybe quite frequently um, a week, especially if you've not got time. I would suggest going straight in with maybe four to five times a week. Now, if you are on the slightly more unconditioned side and you haven't been doing cardio through your gaining phase, then you might want to start a bit lower, maybe two to three times a week just to build that sort of baseline level of fitness, cardiovascular fitness up and then increase it. Um, and I would suggest starting with, uh, I probably made this mistake during this prep, but starting with a modality where it's pretty easy on the joints and not going to cause too much inflammation as you're a little bit heavier. So something like a cross trainer would be good or even an inclined treadmill as long as you can get your heart rate up. Um, as you become a little bit lighter and you find it harder to create, to keep your heart rate up on those um, bits of kit, then you might want to switch it over to something like a, a Stairmaster where you're able to really um, get your heart rate up. Um, but bear in mind, I've always found in the past doing a Stairmaster for long, long durations or, or like of time over weeks um, causes a lot of inflammation, a lot of stress and eventually you have to pull it out of that. Um, so I would start with being a little bit more aggressive with your energy expenditure, especially if you have been keeping in that cardio. So start with smaller bouts more frequently throughout the week. Um, and then we're going to kind of make changes to your cardio, add additional cardio based off the rate of loss we're aiming for. So probably should have mentioned the start, but if you've got 10 weeks and you've got the sort of expectations and you need to have maybe a rough idea of how much you're looking to lose in that time. Now, a quick rate of loss, I would say, is a maximum of maybe about 1 to 1.5 kilos a week. 
I probably wouldn't go over 1.5 and it's not going to continue really at that rate after maybe like week three to four. Um, so I would suggest um, going on average for that maybe one kilo a week. So maybe you're looking to lose anywhere between eight to 11 kilos in the 10 weeks. Um, and that would be pretty quick, guys. Like if you're trying to maintain that for 10 weeks, and that's going to be quite hard. Like towards the end, you would have to do a lot of cardio. Um, so we'll, we'll say that you give yourself a rough estimate. So we need to make changes um, based off the rate of loss we're looking for each week. So if you timestamp that out, timeline that out, um, have an idea of how, how much your weight's coming down each week, then you know if you're on track or not. Now, obviously, the other method to creating a deficit is your food intake. So we want to start by gradually reducing your carbohydrate intake, um, and then I would typically go to, to reducing fat. Um, I would avoid, and this is a mistake a lot of people make um, right at the beginning, is completely eliminating carbs. I've seen this happen a lot, especially when people don't have a lot of time. Um, they will just be like, right, I'm just going to cut out all my carbs. Now, that is a bad idea um, because if you suddenly drop your carbs and used to having quite a bit, um, we're going to get a decrease in performance as your carbs are your primary energy source, um, especially for your resistance-based training. Um, so we really need carbs in there, especially around that workout window. Um, carbs are pretty important. Now, the only, the only situation I would say like carbs are maybe zero is if you are someone that... Um, follows a ketogenic diet and you're already kind of in that ketogenic state, then um, obviously like your calories from the carbs are gonna rep be replaced by fats. Um, and we can use fats as an energy source, but I'd only recommend that if you have been following a ketogenic diet. Um, and yeah, but the main thing is like that huge drop off of calories from all the carbs being eliminated is is really not gonna do you any favors in terms of performance. And as you're gonna hear me bang on about for the rest of this podcast, performance is crucial for a prep. You need to be maintaining your performance and your resistance-based sessions, especially if you've only got 10 weeks, I should, you shouldn't really be seeing any sort of drops in performance over that time. Maybe, maybe the last week or so, but um, you really wanna be maintaining that throughout that whole 10 week duration. Um, so, so I would um, make quite a large drop if you've been eating quite a, a large surplus, um, but that doesn't mean eliminating things um, completely. Um, and I would make a large drop from carbohydrates. So you could, you could. I mean, I was up at four thousand six six hundred calories or something um, at the end of my off season. And that was a large surplus and we went all the way down to 3,600. So depending on how much you've got will depend on like what sort of drop you make. Um, but a large initial drop is usually, usually absolutely fine as long as we're not going to zero. Um, I would maintain high and a consistent protein intake throughout the whole um, prep, especially for the 10 weeks, um, just to preserve muscle mass and promote satiety as well throughout throughout the dieting phase. Um, there won't be really, there shouldn't be really any need to do a refeed uh, in that short space of time. You might need to, you could implement like a couple high days maybe towards the end 
and then if you are at a point where you're actually pretty lean then a small carb up for your holiday might come in handy but that is only if you're at the point of being uh, relatively lean um, if not you would maybe maybe introduce some some more carbs during that final week um, like a baseline level carbs um, just to just to fill out a little bit more if you feel like you're flattening out um, but I'm not going to really go into kind of the peaking of that because mainly the whole point is just a short short phase diet to kind of look a little bit leaner I guess I'll talk about it a little bit towards the end um, but throughout the diet, you should be emphasizing whole foods, plenty of green vegetables, um, good hydration as well. And that's going to help you to stay fuller for longer, but also to help you meet your nutritional needs um, whilst keeping you, you fully satiated. Um, as we go through, like you are going to have to reduce food intake. So as I mentioned, carbohydrates are going to have to come down. And eventually, I would go to your fats. Um, and that might mean you become a little bit more selective on your food choices. Um, if, if your diet becomes quite samey, um, you're eating a lot of the same foods, you're not getting a huge amount of variety, definitely recommend supplementing with some vitamins and minerals, um, just, just again to meet your nutritional needs. Um, and again, the, the, the changes we make to food need to align with that rate of loss that you're expecting. So if you're expecting a kilo a week, um, you need to do it sort of to align with that. Um, so I've already talked about it, but the, the most important thing through the, those 10 weeks is you're maintaining your gym performance. Um, and I see like immediately if you're noticing like within week four to week five, a huge drop off in your strength, you're making changes too quickly, especially if you notice your weight dropping quite quickly, like more than the sort of rate of loss you're expecting and you're, you're looking visually quite flat, then, um, you know, th then you're going to need to introduce more food and gym performance is going to need to come up. I have seen this happen quite a few times where people become too aggressive with that cut and they end up losing quite a bit of muscle and just like their performance goes out the window basically. Um, so, Throughout, you're going to have to choose whether or not to create the deficit through food reduction or increase energy expenditure. And a lot of this does actually just come down to personal preference and like individuality and what you what changes you need to make um, in order for you to maintain your gym performance. Um, for me personally, I would rather create quite a good baseline of um, cardio, as I mentioned before, and increase cardio expenditure or make that, sorry, make that initial change to food and then have a good baseline of cardio and then slowly increase from cardio because food helps me to perform um, at the gym. You need to remember that as well. Um, you know, you, you, you are going to want to keep your carbohydrates centered around your workout window um, and you want to make sure your performance is there. So if you keep making changes to food, what you might find is, again, your performance dr drops off. Um, but everyone's a little bit different um, and a little bit different in their choices because some, I know a lot of you guys absolutely hate cardio. I'm not a huge fan, but um, I get better and as, as I improve, as my cardiovascular fitness improves, I enjoy it a lot more. Um, so you need to be wary of that. What, what's your own personal preferences? How do you create that def deficit? 
um, and you, you need to make changes accordingly in, in, in accordance with that rate of loss. So as I mentioned, I would, uh, the, the suggested approach I would do, larger food reduction, um, frequent more uh, regular sort of cardio sessions, fortified, then you might even want to up it to six to daily um, whilst your uh, energy availability is higher. So once you've got quite a lot of fat, uh, you, you know, and you're, you're energetic like I am at the start of this cut, I'm pretty energetic, so I can go. I can go on that, that uh, cross trainer, like finish 25 minutes, probably still got another 15 to 20. But as you proceed through the cut, so as you're getting, let's say the 10 week cut, you're getting to week sort of six to seven, um, that energy availability will maybe start to drop off a little bit, especially if you're someone who tends to be a little bit leaner or hold that leaner physique. Um, and then um, you're maybe not, a, maybe not able to output as much and you're getting a bit of fatigue accumulation from, from the sort of cardio sessions. At that point, you might need to look to, to make some changes to food as well. Um, so I would tend to have cardio pretty high and then actually, as we go through the diet, actually maybe hold the baseline of cardio and then towards the end, taper off. Now, I don't think you will need to really taper off for a 10 week period. If you're doing a longer cut, like for a prep, which is 20 weeks long, you're probably want to, you're gonna want to back off the gas a little bit towards the end, just to reduce some of that inflammation from the cardio um, and to bring a fresher look to stage. Um, but for a shorter cut of 10 weeks, you shouldn't really need to do that. You should be able to keep, um, keep increasing and then get to maybe like a, a sort of base of 45 minutes to, to potentially an hour. I don't think you should need an hour, but maybe 45 minutes by, by the end of that cut. Um, but yeah, you need to just keep an eye on these things and make changes accordingly. Another big thing to do is prioritize your recovery. And I see this mistake being made a lot of times as well, um, as people just don't have a very good sleep schedule um, and adequate sleep and good quality sleep is crucial for your recovery, you know, retaining muscle and, and your performance in the gym. Um, so you need, to, you need to really establish consistent bed and wake up times practice good sleep hygiene. So that means, you know, limiting blue light exposure, maintaining a clean, cool and dark room um, and avoiding caffeine too close to bedtime, which is probably the number one thing I see for, especially for guys on prep who um, are relying on caffeine towards the end. Still make sure you've got that caffeine cut off time of, I, I say around two o'clock, 2 p.m. Um, but if you can get off earlier, then I would and limit that amount as well. So I wouldn't, typically I, I keep a max of about two, two cups of coffee a day, um, or potentially if I need a little bit more energy, I would have a cup of coffee and a pre-workout before my gym session. Um, if you're someone who has, can only train in the evening, don't be having pre-workouts before that session. Again, that will have an impact on your sleep. So. Um, just be wary of that. On top of that, you're going to need to make sure you're managing stress effectively, um, especially as a little bit of diet fatigue sets in. Again, I wouldn't expect too much diet fatigue over 10 weeks. Um, if you're not perhaps used to the process, perhaps you might experience a little bit of that towards the end. Again, kind of depends on the in individual. 
how low you're dropping food, but um, we always have to monitor those drops in a line with your, your weight loss and your performance at the gym. Um, but incorporate downtime, so make sure you're doing things like, I don't know, like practicing gratitude logging, first thing in the morning if you've got a journal, and make sure you're starting your day on the right note with like positive affirmations to yourself, especially during a, a shorter diet. Um, and avoid putting excess, excess pressure on yourself because um, you know, you're, you're doing, at the end of the day, this is just for a holiday, it's not um, for the purpose of stepping on stage. So try not to put too much pre pressure on yourself, enjoy the process, enjoy feeling better, looking better as you go through the journey. If it's a mini cut you're doing and it's for the purpose of resetting, Again, I don't think you should be putting too much pressure on yourself. Um, at the end of the day, you're not, this isn't a long cut for a show. You are literally just resetting, stripping off some body fat and, and going again. Um, if, you're any, if you're like me as well, like typically for um, like a prep, I wouldn't suggest going out and having social events and stuff. But if you're doing this more as a lifestyle thing, there's no reason why you can't maybe get a couple of those social events in, but you just have to manage them carefully. You have to make the right choices. So if you're going out for drinks with a few mates, you know, don't be drinking pints. Be maybe having a few um, vodkas and diet sodas, especially if it's like the summer, um, and you know, maybe maybe like um, your mates and that are going out to like beer garden stuff. Join in and just make sure like either don't drink and just have like um, diet drinks or maybe have a few um, sort of like diet diet sodas and um, uh, mixers but you know um, just you just have to be smart about it and if this goal means a lot to you you probably you're probably not going to go off track too much um, you know if you are going for that night out going for food then make sure you are planning ahead for that maybe eat slightly less throughout the day look at the menu ahead of time go for an option that's gonna fit in with your goals, fit in with your diet. So um, yeah, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Um, it is a shorter dieting phase and you you are, you are need to go back to your expectations of it um, and that is just to look lean, feel better, feel more confident on holiday or, or get to the end of a mini cut and lose a bit of fat and reset to be able to gain again. Um, so guys, I hope these tips helped you. Um, if you need some more help on cutting for summer, I will take on board some people if, if you, your sole purpose is to, to get um, lean for a holiday in August and you've got maybe 12 weeks and you're at the right starting point. Um, but I'm not going to be taking people on for preps anymore for 2023. If you have the goal of prepping in 2024, you'd like to join the team, by all means, um, drop me a message on Instagram and I'd be happy to help you out. But hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you do have questions, head over to my Instagram and I will catch you in the next episode.